0: Welcome to your mind is trying to kill you podcast. Join your host Alexandros Megas, and co-host Vincent Byrne as they walk you through the deepest recesses of the mind and how it operates. They discuss all the reasons why our minds persistently get in the way of our evolution, growth and our success. But crucially, they also teach you what you can do to change your destiny. And now, here's your host Alexandros Megas.
1: Well, hello and welcome to our 32nd episode of The Infamous Your Mind is Trying to Kill You podcast. I'm your host, Alexandros Megas.
0: And I'm your co-host, Vincent Byrne.
1: And today, I I have to apologize. I look kind of disheveled, but um, I have been working on building a, a little house for my ducks.
0: I have, did you know okay. I had ducks? Didn't know you had ducks. I knew you had snakes and dogs.
1: The ducks are very important to me, Yeah. Uh, yeah. Men- mentally. <laughs> if the ducks are happy, that means that I'm okay in life. They instruct my condition. But did you know that the ducks are uh, one of the more positive Species out there, very positive. These bastards—they're—they're they're just really happy all the time. They wiggle their butts, the—you know—and at the same time, you know, if you—if you watch, I was watching one today. There was like a, a fly, you know, flying around, and it goes—you know, like you know, Mister Miyagi he just grabs it out <laughs> the ether. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, this is this. These creatures are a badass, yet they're extremely positive. They're really sweet, and nice, and like, uh, which brings us to the next topic: positivity. Perfect segue. Which everyone who knows me knows I am full of. <laughs> well, we'll talk about being positive today, and uh, what that is, and why it's important.
0: Right. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, the, one of the things that struck me about it was um, listening um, during the week to one of the many books that I listened to. And uh, the guy was talking about the importance of being positive and uplifting in our conversation, that it's too easy to get dragged down into um, negativity and into gossip and being against things. Uh, whether it having whether it's having opinions on the way the government is handling things or the way um, the boss is behaving or how the company is behaving, that we should always try and bring it around, and um, not to have this happy clappy uh, approach, which is not dealing with realism, but more from the perspective of not allowing your energy level and your vibration to to go down, and um, because that has an impact on everyone around you and it has an impact on you, so. So it's very timely that we're talking about it today.
1: Yeah, as it is, synchronicities, you see, we experience them.
0: You and Absolutely. I,
1: and this podcast, is, uh, we're full of synchronicities.
0: Yeah, I thought you were going to say we were
1: full of something else, starting with S, but. <laughs> I wouldn't include you in that statement, but uh, Lord knows, uh, I personally am full of it, yeah. of course. <laughs>
0: So, positivity. Then, what's what's your thoughts?
1: Well, being positive, First of all, we have to define what that is, because uh, in today's society, this has been, uh, of course, as everything else, it, it's been misunderstood and misinterpreted. Being positive is not being. It's not being accepting of everything. Okay, this mm-hmm. is a, being positive. Is not like okay. Oh, I better not. You know, react uh, to to someone's words or actions um, in a way that might hurt their feelings. You know, that's that's not that's not being positive. That's being passive. That's being um, submissive. Submissive, exactly. Thank you. Being positive is about your state of mind and your attitude, uh, no matter what happens. May, and what should that be, right? Being positive uh, should be. As far as I'm concerned, aligning your your emotions and your thoughts on an everyday basis uh, with the main perspective, that um, the main drive of your life. Like where, where you see uh, yourself, the person you see yourself being or where you see yourself going uh, should be a constant regardless of what's happening around you. Uh,
0: mm. As far as I'm concerned,
1: this is being positive.
0: So is it, is it more about not being negative than being overly positive then?
1: Well, there's no... <laughs> there's, I don't think there is such a thing as being overly positive because we're not talking about, once again, being positive is not being, you know, one of those new agers. Yeah, happy clappy, yeah. it's Because I call that... Well, I don't, I don't call that this, there's a, there's an expression in the NLP community. This is called spiritual bypassing, which is to say you use spirituality as a concept to bypass all the things that you should be doing instead. Like in other words, all the things that, because I'm spiritual, you know, I don't, I am against this uh, and And uh, I'm not going to go deal with something because that something brings up negative emotions. So then I'm going to sit back and own my way into happiness, you know, or whatever. Does this make sense? Hmm. Yeah. In that sense, a lot of people feel that it's important to completely disregard the feelings that come up. They don't deal with them because... They've been convinced that relaying those emotions that, that bring them up expressing them would actually make them sound uh, negative or be <clears throat> negative. And that's definitely not uh, what, in my opinion, my view, in my experience, not the case at all. Actually, it's, a, it's the other way around. You see, as far as I'm concerned, the only negative emotions are the ones that we don't express. Okay, because it, what happens, right? What happens every time you try to prevent a natural um, occurrence from happening, uh, you you create tension, mm. uh, right? It's, it's it's think of it in the same way that um, you try to create like a dam to to hold the water and. Of course, there's a lot of tension there, right? So so if that thing is not extremely strong, it's going to break. There's always tension. You know, the same thing that mm. happens with uh, uh, the accumulation of, of gas elements and things like, you know, we, we create explosions. Things like that happen all the time, and it's the same concept. You can't bottle this because emotional energy is very explosive, and... Very powerful.
0: Hmm. So, so, so it's about it's about acknowledging it's about acknowledging the facts. It's about acknowledging the re, your reality and um, not attempting to misinterpret it or misportray it in a way that is let's call it, using the word I'm always very conscious of using this but unrealistic in the sense that it's not portraying what is actually there so it's about calling a spade a spade um, regardless of whether it's comfortable or not and then it's instead of just wallowing in the negativity that you draw from seeing the spade and and going down and allowing your emotions to go down you're actually more in a place to say okay this is what i'm facing what do i need to do to move forward so it's more about that and looking to move forward all the time rather than be going around with a big smile on your face saying everything is wonderful and there's nothing that I have to be concerned about. Right, exactly.
1: Now, I would say the second part is actually, you know, when you say to yourself everything is wonderful, as long as you go ahead and deal with all the other crap, and as long as you don't go like, la 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 la, you know, nothing's going on. That's not what I'm referring to. But having to affirm to yourself that what is happening is actually what you need to happen is not a bad Mm -hmm. idea at all. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you're a salesman, for example, right? What do you do? What is the best way to convince uh, a prospect to buy when someone comes over and says, ah, this product is bullshit? Okay. Now, there are two approaches to this. Right? If you're a salesman that has the right approach, that has a positive attitude, mm. um, you can turn this around mm. by saying, you know what? A lot of people have said the same thing. I wonder, why do you think that? Because I'm really interested in finding out. So instantly, uh, you disarm the person that is coming at you with that kind of attack, because it is an attack, and the attack is not definitely not about the product. It's about some other shit that's been going on in this person's life, and they need to pick a fight. You know, I, we all know people like that. Right? They, they, they need to unload, and uh, <laughs> usually a salesperson is is a very good target. Uh, to unload because, you know, most people don't like salespeople. That's another, you know, uh, another conditioning uh, programming effect that, of course, is based on some kinds of truths, right? But then it is conditioning nevertheless. You can't take, because there have been a used car salesman, you know, the type that will be there to screw you out of your money and uh you know sell you something shitty that you cannot take that and and box everything and it doesn't serve you to do that but mm. it, that is the kind of approach <clears throat> that the everyday human being has when they think of you know that's the first thing you think about out oh, salesman or, or car salesman you know out. Oh, he's gonna screw me out of my money so you could actually end up being someone turning everything. Remember, this is alchemy. Words are magical, right? So mm-hmm. if you take the words that someone is giving you and you, you turn them around, you alchemize them, you can completely reverse the effect. If you're getting an attack, this is like, uh, uh, you know, the uh, word Aikido. If you are gonna, you, know, you use, you use their word to flip them over, <laughs> do this or whatever. Yeah. Um, so if someone comes to you in an everyday situation, you don't have to be a salesman. But but let us not forget, we're all salesmen. See, we are selling every day with every uh, meeting that we have. With every word that we relate to someone. We're selling something, right? Every time you try to convince someone of doing something, you know, be you know, your kid, like, you know, <laughs> if I have to convince my daughter to do something she doesn't want to do, what am I doing? I'm selling her something. And mm. I better sell that to her in a way that she feels that she's getting the best deal that she could possibly get. Otherwise, it's not gonna go. And if it doesn't go, then I lose. We all need to make that sale. We're all selling an idea day in and day out, right? We deal with people. And when we deal with people, especially when it comes to business, but not only, of course, we are ex- ex- exchanging ideas. And in those ideas, especially if you need to make an impact, if you need an outcome, a specific outcome uh, out of your conversation, you need to make sure you understand that this is a sale. When we find ourselves in a situation where we get negative approaches from people, the usual, the the most, because we talked about being triggered, right? The the usual way of dealing with uh, something that sounds or feels unpleasant to us is to be triggered and explode, you know? Like we we react in the same way that... uh, someone else is acting towards us. If someone is being violent towards us, we tend to react and be violent towards them. Uh, Mm. And we think that this helps us. But unless we're talking about, you know, uh, a life-threatening situation where you need to, you know, react in a certain way or else, you know, you or someone you love might be in danger. I would say the the skill of uh, being a, a word alchemist uh, is actually a massive one this is this is a superhero skill, man think about it mm-hmm. this is about <clears throat> this is about being able to uh, a, a good friend of mine who's actually a brilliant marketer uh asked me once what uh, if you had a super power what what would you want it to be? and uh, I thought about it for. For a couple of minutes and then i said that uh, I, I would like to be able to persuade anyone it is actually the most important superpower and it's a superpower that anyone can have you see because this is a it's a it's, it's an acquired technique it doesn't you know it's not like oh you're born with it you know you have that talent and nobody else can have it so uh being able to persuade what is that what is that that is being able to 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 see what's coming at you, and instead of reacting to it, acting, acting from the point of understanding, from a point of uh, compassion, from a point of knowing that you can't label a human being ABCD, this is an asshole, look, this person is so cheap, comes to me and, and asks to to get this thing that is of such great value for, you know, a bullshit amount of money. That's, ah, how dare he? But if you don't think of whoever comes to you with an opposing view, if you don't think of them as inferior, or if you don't think of them as negative, or if you don't think, if you don't label them uh, anything that uh, is detrimental to their character, then you have the opportunity, to change their mind, because <clears throat> that's exactly what you do when you persuade someone. You see, change. You change their mind. Think about that. Think about what that phrase means. You change their mind. You, you take, you receive their mind as is, and then you alchemize it. You change it. You make it something else. You make it something that serves you, and as it turns out, serves them as well. Because if you, if someone gets in a combative Mood uh, and and comes at you and be like, Oh Vincent, what are you talking about? Masterminds is bullshit, you know, and, and and then you'd be like, you know what? I totally see your point. You know how many people have told me that? I totally understand your viewpoint here. I see why you would think that. It makes perfect sense. Would you like to? Talk to me about what it is about it that makes you feel like that. Because I can stand to learn a couple of things. I love that. Thank you so much for this. You see, I guarantee you immediately with this kind of comeback, you will disarm at least 90% of that approach. Mm. You know, unless the other person is a psychopath, they will be like, really? Really? You think so? So You want to hear what I have to say about this? Yeah. See, because people that have negative attitudes, there's a reason, right? Let's now dive back into our favorite subject, which is what? The subconscious mind. A negative attitude stems from a belief, a.k.a. a program, that says you are being disrespected. People think what you think is bullshit. You are worthless, you're stupid. Nobody cares about what you think. (laughs) So, if immediately you take a concept like that and you flip it on its ear, you have managed to alchemize that. Do do you agree that this makes sense to you?
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it sounds a little bit like uh, improv, you know, comedy improv and... uh, you know someone hits hit you with something and instead of kind of reacting to it you add to it and you 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 as you were talking about A-Ka- Aikido um it's using the energy of the force coming towards you to direct it and not even add anything else but just to direct it um where you want it to go and often against the person themselves so yeah that makes perfect sense that uh, and, and that sits with me in relation to um, the way that being positive actually, um, you know, my, my definition of it is it's not, it's less about being positive and more about being not negative. And it's more about being uh, creative and being um, open and hopeful and using that kind of approach to to transform or as you said alchemize the words that you've been given from someone else who's potentially in a lower energy than you uh, is is maybe not feeling great about themselves and you actually take their words and with elevating their words you not only elevate the words and the possibilities you also elevate them probably to a level that um, takes them out of that state that they're in
1: yeah. And what was, was it uh, one of our listeners that uh, said something about that, made a comment?
0: Yeah, it was. It was um, uh, yeah, someone had, had, had kind of said that, um, uh, like, when you're in a situation where, you know, maybe after the weekend, uh, someone comes to you and um, they start talking, you know, I didn't have a great weekend. How was yours? And they're kind of expecting you to join in with them you know to have a bit of a pity party and you know they want to do a bit of backbiting about um, about some people in the office um, or maybe you know their their other half and and they just want to bring you down and into this conversation with them and that having that kind of situation it can often be difficult to to handle uh, obviously one opportunity or one way of dealing with it is to excuse yourself but another way is to actually uh, which is more likely to help them is to um, you know take those words and um, rather than joining them and uh, adding energy to their negativity to actually engage with them to, to draw them out of it so somebody's complaining about you know their boss you're going well you know, well, maybe he's got stuff going on at the moment. Do we know if he does or not? And, and all of a sudden it stops the person from potentially being um, disrespectful or being down on this person. And it may cause them to think. And even if they come again and say, yeah, but they shouldn't be going on like that. And, you know, they're the boss and they should know better. And, uh, you know, again, you can you can pass up on the opportunity to jump in with them and instead go out and say well maybe we should check on him and just see whether there's anything going on before we say anything further and you know if if uh, his behavior is just bad behavior then you know we'll call him out on it if that is the case but maybe we should check first and just with not getting involved not being negative you have the power to transform the whole situation and not just for for that scenario but also to transform the energy and the whole outlook of the other person for the rest of the day. I mean it could turn their mood around, turn their energy around. Plus, by you not enga- not engaging in the in the pity party and the negativity, it means that you're avoiding a scenario where you're being pulled down to their level too. So yeah, the question was was around that, you know, what to do in those kind of situations. Um, and uh, so that's one way of doing it, um, to, to, to take it and to question it and just challenge it without getting into an argument, but just just asking some uh, interesting questions.
1: Absolutely, yes. Now, how could we take that even further?
0: You know, this is where your expertise is. That's comes right, because
1: I'm all about I'm <laughs> <and laughs> only the apprentice here. How can we take this further? I had heard of a story that someone, uh, presumably a psychotic individual, had uh, abducted a young lady and, uh, I don't know, like took her over to his his dungeon. I don't remember the the details exactly, but what, what was massively important is that this girl did not... You know, attack him, did not uh, guilt trip him, did not do any of those things that you would expect someone to do, you know, did not uh, play the victim role either, um, did not accuse him of anything, did not do anything. You know what she did? She wanted to take care of him. She convinced him to cook for him, and which she mm-hmm. did. You know, and after a couple of days of uh, cooking him meals and stuff, you know, she made the guy go and and give himself up. I mean, holy shit. You talk about magic, man. This is it, brother. I can't think of anything that could be more alchemical than that kind of thing. Do you see? And this is exactly what we're talking about here. I don't know. I don't know whether or not this young lady meant that, or whether or not she was extremely brilliant and and an amazing persuader. But it doesn't matter. Because what matters is her results. You see, the results. You take something, I mean, even if your boss is an asshole, you, by virtue of of, um, being positive towards them, see, being positive is not necessarily just about how you feel. It's about Mm. what you transmit on the outside. You see, Mm. if uh, I can tell you this has happened to me several times in the past when dealing with bosses that uh, were not the most uh, agreeable people. Uh, And uh, they ended up loving me. Now, that's not, and I didn't manipulate them. I, I actually genuinely, you just cooked for them. I just go to them. i made them a sandwich. Um, I, <laughs> no, it's, for me, it is, it's evident that every time someone, if you meet someone who's having a bad day, they will most likely be uptight and there will be an asshole at you. You know, mm. think about it. And a lot of people do, a lot of people do have those days, especially the way the world is these days.
0: But it can also, the the, the other thing that comes up, and this is one of the things that came up within the, the question, was that people do this habitually. So we meet at the water cooler every Monday morning and we have a good, you know, natter and gossip about people and then we go to work. And it's not even necessarily that people are having a bad day or they're bad people. It's just that Gossiping sessions have been, th- have been things that have been going on through generations and we've grown up observing parents and, and adults actually behaving like that. So it's kind of like you meet someone for a coffee and then you spend half the time gossiping about something or complaining about something. It's kind of what a lot of people have got into the habit of doing. And I think that's, that's a big issue, um, the ha- habitual behavior as much as anything else.
1: That happens all the time, absolutely. Now, what is the reason for that happening? I mean, you're saying we have been um, stepping into the habits of our ancestors one way or another. Which, yeah, it's true. That is true. But also, what happens, because we have all, at one time or another, found ourselves in in the same position. And from where I am right now, um, and I look back, when I look back, I can see clearly why I would stand in that circle and, uh, and communicate in a, in a similar fashion. Because this is, a, this is a victim approach. You see, when you feel subconsciously that there's nothing you can do to change your life, you need to find the villains. We need to turn around okay. and point the finger to the ones that could be responsible for your plight right because otherwise mm. otherwise you feel like you're not acting at all see that gives you a, a feeling that gives you uh, the perception of of action of acting i'm doing something about it you know i'm talking about it and so because i'm talking about it i'm doing something about it i mean what else can i do i can't do anything this person is uh, psychotic this per- if i say something they're gonna fire me and I need this job because I got you know five yeah. mouths to feed. <laughs> There's always these kinds of um, these kinds of inner conflicts going on, and these kinds of um, inner programming. Every time I find myself uh, being uh, in a position of wanting to gossip about anyone or anything. Immediately, I realize that I feel powerless. Mm-hmm. I, because I, I, connect. You know, I, I have these inner buttons that are there, and every time, every time I don't feel good about something, about anything, it doesn't matter what it is, with the exception of having had Taco Bell, that kind of not feel good. I don't, I don't link that to my uh, emotions, um, but. Every time I don't feel good about something, uh, immediately I know that it's my doing. See, that is my own reprogramming. It's part of my reprogramming to be able to sufficiently address what is going on. Because I know that if I can't address this, nobody else can. There is zero need to... To talk about it, to bitch about it, there's only doing something about it. Right? And there's always something you can do about it. Mm. And and the, even if that something is meditate. You know, take a deep breath and be like, you know what? What if I were to die next week? This so is to me, I, I go into extreme spaces, like <laughs> mental spaces like that. What if, you know, a month from now I was told that I only have three weeks to live? Would that problem be the problem that I'm facing right now? How important would it be? You know, you get on your stoic vibe. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm I'm Greek after all. It's like you can find uh, a fight uh, uh, millennia
0: of uh, of DNA conditioning. (laughs) So, so in terms of you know the concept of positivity, I think just clarifying it. I mean, I think a lot of people will look on it. As being it's almost a it's almost something to be critical of someone about. Um, you know, well, it's okay for you to be looking at it like that. You have everything sorted out for yourself. I have to look at it like this because I don't have the same opportunities or the same circumstances or the same money that you have. I, I, I want to wallow in my um in my negativity for a while and, and give out about it and, and all that sort of stuff. And what we're we're essentially saying is that being positive. Is, is just about recognizing what's there and instead of choosing to go to a place, an energetic place of criticizing and moaning and complaining, um, it's choosing to go to a place which is, how can I solve this? How can I fix it? Um, not that it, not to go to a place of, oh, there's nothing wrong here. There's, uh, there's nothing to face. There's You know, everything is wonderful, as I said. Um, it's more recognizing it and um, challenging yourself to find a solution or find a way to move forward or find a way to just see the situation with eyes which are glass half full as distinct from glass half empty. But why, though? Why is it good to do that? You see,
1: the most um, the most important thing, I think, in this case to... to be aware of is the fact that yeah, someone, of course, someone can say oh, you know, it's easy for you to blah, blah, blah (laughs) because you are in such so much better a position than I am you know, even I feel sometimes, I feel like that about uh, you know, when I see like a a guru type person (laughs) be, you know, all centered and serene and preaching about how we can make we can be the best of ourselves, mm. but and you know I feel like, oh, it's just, dude, come on, because but it is it's my programming. This is my programming talking here. Yeah. It's like what because I because I uh, reflect. I need to reflect my own personality onto that person to feel better about mm. myself. You know what I mean? And it's like because you're not rambunctious and you're not. Being like, what I can't I can't see you being like so calm all the time, you are like uh oh, like a Hindu cow. No, it's <laughs> to me, you know, sometimes it kind of like it gets to me because it, it the the inner translation, the subconscious translation for me is dude, come on, be a human being. You know, I don't need to see you be, you know, like yeah. Jesus, be, real. Yeah, be real. Be My real. Be real, exactly. Yeah, be real. Yeah. So but but it's important to realize that this is definitely 100% my programming that says, you know, why should this person be anything different than what he is? Right? That doesn't mean that what he's mm. saying is bullshit, nor does it mean that uh, only if I uh, act, if my behavior changes to be exactly like his, uh, I can achieve the same thing. No. There's there is no there are no conditions there when it comes to this sort of thing. I need to understand that if I choose to have a shitty attitude about what's happening right now, what's happening right now is gonna get worse. Not only is it going to be solved, you see, not only is it, am I am I doing it um you know service, you know, at least you know, <laughs> if I you know, if I if I bitch about it, it's, I'm going to feel better. No, ultimately, ultimately, of course, you know there are the moments where you need to express yourself. Oh, mother, father, <laughs> and, and then of course after you do that, you you get a different perspective. But you have to allow yourself to step into the different perspective. If it's not serving you in any way, it's not serving me in any way to become bitter about a situation because I feel that to be real, you know, like, oh, you know, rich people are there to screw us over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like The banks are fucking psychopaths. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. That may be the case. I mean, <laughs> that may not be untrue. But the question is, how does it serve my situation to stick to that? Right? How am I being served? Let's say that you know there's there's a thing, and I was thinking about that the other day, where there's there's uh, there are laws that are ridiculous that have been established in the past uh, by which a bank, a banking institution, has the ability uh, and the right to lend you money without ever possessing the money. In other words, a bank can come and say, "Well, Vincent, what do you need?" You need 50,000 euros? Here you go, my boy. Of course, with a nominal fee, you know, interest, whatever. They don't need to have that money. They can lend it to you without possessing, without having it, which to me is insane, right? Because you can't do that. I can't do that. Nobody can do that. Nobody else or other can do that. So this is a truth that is crazy. It's insane. But when I am in a situation like that, and think of this in that kind of fashion, how does it serve my situation to bitch about that sort of thing? How does it serve me? Is is what I'm saying, or is what I'm feeling going to go up against these crazy, ridiculous laws and and make them non-existent, you know? or Or am I going to make them void when it comes to me, because I know the truth. You can't play that shit on me. No, the bank is going to be like, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. Perhaps you can find somebody else to give you a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, you know, what I need, however, is in a situation like that, I need to make the terms, the best terms I can have, I can achieve, and I can do that through various means not the least of which is my attitude, I, you know? Uh, and that's what we're talking about here because everything is in negotiation, you know? Yeah. Why, you know, with what do you think the FBI has, like, those uh, negotiators, those, uh, right? That's what they call them, right? They're, what are they yeah. called? And what they do is 100% diving into the underlying Um, subconscious psychology of the person who is in a very upset mood very upset mood and and of course prompted to liable to do something extremely negative extremely volatile so Hmm. so the negotiator comes in and initiates contact and by that I mean, the person is trying to actually, instantly, and the first thing they do is try to uh, communicate, try to make sure that the other party understands that they're a human being. That, look, I'm not here to fuck you up. <laughs> I'm here to have a conversation. Let's have a conversation, man. What did you have for dinner yesterday? You know, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter how or what it is, what kind of um, methods they use but ultimately they need to be able to get to an understanding of the fact that look we're human beings here you know you i know you might think that you're in a different worse position than i am uh, i understand that i get that but perhaps we can find a bridge between us and uh, and perhaps we can find understanding perhaps i don't understand Uh, where you're at and I would love to I need to find out what it is that's making you so upset can you please help me understand that you know there is no way again unless you're dealing with uh, a completely warped and psychotic mind that someone won't respond to that even I think even a psychotic mind will respond to that actually Mm. Yeah, yeah yeah what's your view
0: yeah, I mean, I think the um, that concept of of um, of negotiation is actually quite an interesting one when it comes to um, you know the the scenarios we talk about because in essence, when you do have someone, um, or even your own inclination to um, to be negative about something, it could be something as we talked about triggers a couple of weeks ago. It could be something that triggers you when you're watching the news and you find yourself getting angry about something that you're seeing um, in front of you. And unless you catch yourself and start to change the narrative, the likelihood is all that piece of um, benign information that has been beamed into your living room will do, will actually leave you getting angry and frustrated and low energy, and probably cause you to have maybe a, a row with whoever you're living with and um, possibly not sleep very well and maybe go go into work the next day and uh, not uh, feel very good about yourself. Um, so the idea that that you can take narratives even from the TV and rather than react to it actually just ask some questions about it which allows you to take that space in order to Elevate what you're hearing and what you're seeing to a place of either saying no I choose not to take this information into my brain because it's not going to serve me or I choose to take this interpretation of it which is an interpretation which which does serve me and therefore um, that's how I'm going to deal with it and then obviously if you're in a situation with someone on a one-to-one or with a group and as you say there's whether it's a sales situation, whether it's a discussion with an employee or, or, or even a friend where you don't see eye to eye on something. Again, if you go into it from the perspective that this person is trying to get one over on me or trying to bring me down, then you're more likely to go into that trap. Whereas if you can allow yourself that extra space, take that extra breath before you respond and really think about what you're going to say, the likelihood is that even the most disastrous or threatening situation can actually be turned around into um, a very positive conversation. So that, that's, that's what I'm getting from this, that, that, uh, that that's, that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a, a negotiation and the tactics of a negotiator when we're dealing with this kind of stuff.
1: Absolutely. And uh, ultimately, uh, we don't have to be dealing with another person. To use these skills, yeah. dealing with ourselves actually the most it's the most uh, the most will need that kind of skill, I believe, is dealing with ourselves. And how do we, how do
0: we do that then? Like in what classically is the is the way to is the way to deal with ourselves when we start getting into conversations and getting ourselves worked up and angry? We need to start asking questions. Why am I feeling like that?
1: Mm. Or, or you know if it's easier you can talk to yourself as if you were another person you know why are you feeling like that you know you go in front of the mirror like why are you feeling like that it's kind of strange it feels i understand that you're very frustrated right now why why are you frustrated and then you know you you can allow the other person the other person being your real frustrated side it will respond because actually this is a this is a hypnotherapy very amazing hypnotherapy technique. Uh, it's called parts therapy. In parts therapy, I mean, yeah, you can you can have uh, any part of you who is participating in, in whatever situation. Like, you know, even even like a disease part of you, like if you're the cancer, right? And you're having a conversation with, with the part of you that is diseased. And that part, you will assume that they have consciousness in and of themselves, which actually, I believe, is entirely correct. Every part, mm. every, every cell of who we are has its own consciousness. And, and, you know, it all expresses itself as that totality that we are. And again, to me, this is a great metaphor for um, uh, the universe versus us as individuals. See, we can, many, mm. may, In many cases, we cannot view ourselves as part of the whole because it, it feels so real that we are separate, right? Because that's our perception. But so would the perception of the individual cell would be that they feel that they are separated from one another and the cell w- would need some great understanding to get that what i do right now my action the way that i act is going to affect uh, or, you know all the other group of cells and perhaps we can you know make the whole organism go out of balance or the opposite so what i do as an individual Is not just done for me. It's done for everyone. And Mm. and that is a concept that we just kind of like shifted into a different perspective. That if we place ourselves outside of ourselves in any situation for just a little bit and realize that we are just not alone, we're not by ourselves. Energetically, we're all linked and everything we do, and the way that we act affects everyone else, Uh, isn't this, in the state of meditation, something that can actually bring you back into your inner balance? Because it's a certain imbalance that says, oh, things are happening like that, and and I'm pissed off because they shouldn't be the way that they are. Things should be different. And so we end up Become extreme, becoming extremely frustrated because we think that uh, someone is doing us wrong, and that someone being the universe or or I don't know the next door neighbor, <coughs> your spouse, <coughs> your kids, what have you. But ultimately, asking the questions: Why are you feeling like that, Vincent? You get up in the morning and you have your your shitty attitude as per usual. You, you go <laughs> in front of the mirror. And you're like, dude, what is the matter with you? Why do you feel like that? Why can't you just chill the fuck out? Look, ultimately, we are not just one voice. We're many voices. We're all being influenced by uh, seen and unseen forces all around us. And uh, so I believe being able to communicate with the parts of us that feel bad, is extremely beneficial, extremely therapeutic and can very easily become successful. We can step into Mm. situations where um, that upset that we had is being perceived differently now. If you look at something from a different perspective, a different angle, you can see entirely different truths. So it's all about shifting your perspective a little bit. You know, it's all about, like what I said before, you know what I mean? If, if you, you know, you got fired and you're like, oh my God, my life is ruined. And, and then you thought, what if I was going to die in a week? Then that's, that puts everything into a different kind of perspective. You know what I mean? Like, which one is more, mm. oh fuck, you know, perhaps, okay, well maybe me getting fired happened for my benefit. Perhaps I didn't fit there. I mean, am I upset about losing that shitty job? Or am I upset because I think that I won't be able to support myself and my family? You see, these are all questions we can ask ourselves. And by virtue of asking ourselves these questions, we can step in in totally different kinds of um, emotional and mental capacities that can help us both escape the seemingly horrible situation and get get it to be a lot better, a lot better. We, the worst mm. thing you can do is commiserate. You know, commiserate. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and that becomes, some, I'm going to say that and I'm going to you know, end it there, where many times we think that commiserating with someone else that's having a problem is... Uh, agreeing with them and uh, it kind of like being a shoulder to for them to cry on,
0: kind of empathizing with them.
1: Right, but but ultimately, uh, I I don't think this is the best approach. You see, because if mm. you, what do you do? What do you support by doing that? You support the victim mentality. You know what? He left you. That scumbag. You were the best thing that ever happened to him. How could he do such a thing? <laughs> but, uh, or you can just bring a different perspective into the situation empower the individual you know and i don't think you empower mm. an individual by uh, empathizing with them in that fashion you know mm. but uh, you you as far as i'm concerned you know somebody broke up with you and broke your heart you know, to me it would be like well it's evident that you are meant for something so much better i mean mm. if that person didn't want to be with you what does that say about him or her. What does that say about them? Clearly, they cannot appreciate who you are. If they can't appreciate who you are. Do you want this person in your life?
0: Mm. You dodge the bullet. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. You know, this is something to celebrate. <laughs> and I mean, but it is like that. Think about it. I mean, look, Yeah. we don't, truths are not absolute. You know that. Uh, but it is up to us. If I can any moment i can make up a truth e- even if i'm making it up if i'm making it up even if i'm making it up if i can convince myself of the perspective that this is a real possibility i am victorious of course if if that possibility if that potential of that perspective empowers me i'm victorious otherwise
0: and it's also it's also when you when you question um the assumption or the situation that you're in, uh, almost like the Byron Katie thing. Is it true? Is it 100 percent true? So people will often give you, of course, he, he's left me and I'm devastated and he's ruined my life. And uh, is that true? Uh, yeah, of course it is. Is it 100 percent true that he's ruined your life? Uh, you know, and and when you throw in that kind of circuit breaker, that can actually start to shift perspective for the person straight away that's without even introducing something new it's just asking the question and asking them in a way that really uh, gives them nowhere to go in in terms of staying in the position they're in because no one can say for absolute certainty that any act has ruined their life because there will always be one small element of a percentage with of doubt there because you just can never say for certain so so on the basis of, of the question then, why be positive, what's, what's your summing up, Your Honor? Well,
1: being positive can renegotiate your contract uh, and that contract be whatever it is that you're being positive about uh, versus being negative about right? Any kind of situation. And of course, we're talking about being positive when something seemingly negative happens, right? Because you don't mm-hmm. have to convince someone to be positive if they hit the lotto. Um, mm-hmm. So being positive refers to those situations and those days and those moments that we feel like um, things are going wrong. Things mm-hmm. are are not lining up for us. We're not having success, uh, we feel like we're failing, we feel like everything is going wrong. These are the moments where being positive can help you renegotiate that situation. Because it is, I say that contract, because it is a contract. Every situation is a contract, it's an agreement between you and a person, or you and the universe, uh, you and uh, yourself. <laughs> Because I believe that every time something seemingly goes wrong, these are the times where you can have the most brilliant breakthroughs.
0: Yeah. Well, I well I I heard a statistic today that apparently, of the top thirty companies, quoted in the U.S. currently, sixteen of them were started during a recession. So, and people often say after they've been through trauma, whether it be an accident or recovered from serious illness or breakup or whatever afterwards they say it was the best thing that ever happened to them right
1: i've heard of people having to go to jail for like 20 years that said that this is the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> you know and and that is that is being positive because yeah. be, being positive is the understanding that you are magic and you can create and alter a situation according to your will and according to the programming that you are creating in the moment we're changing ourselves in the moment we can Uh, and if we don't we reinforce the programs that brought us to a shitty situation the more you don't act uh, in a positive way you don't just uh, not affect the situation you actually affect the situation towards getting worse uh it, it's uh, the, the same way when people tell me when we talk about having hypnotherapy or even you know engaging in a shamanic practice like uh, you know ayahuasca uh, people of course being very fearful they're like well you know i'm not i'm not i don't feel i'm ready yet <laughs> To, to, and my answer that if you're not ready to, today, you're gonna to be less ready next year. <laughs> Why? Because every time you don't do what has to be done, what has to be done tomorrow is more than what it was today yeah, or yesterday. Absolutely, because it keeps yeah. on accumulating. You know what I mean? It's just not gonna go away. Yeah. This is like having this is like having a uh, a disease, having a virus. Oh. <laughs> Say the few words. Uh, having a, a virus that is treatable with antibiotics, but it's like I, know, I don't like doctors. <laughs> it's I don't want to go to the doctor. Or I don't want to go to uh, you know the hospital. And of course, every day that you prolong this, that you don't go, is is a day that you get worse. And this is exactly the same when it comes to your emotional. Output your emotional understanding, uh, stance, whether or not you're being positive or negative. That's that's my
0: final thoughts. Cool. Okay. That was another good one. I think we've hit the R mark, as always. So be positive,
1: people. Don't be positive for me. Don't be positive for Vincent. Don't be positive for the neighbor because they don't give a shit. Be positive for yourself. Yeah. And uh, as we always say,
0: let's be careful with the words we use. Very nice. And don't let your mind kill you. Thanks for listening to Your Mind is Trying to Kill You with Alexandros Megas and Vincent Byrne. If you like our show and want to make sure that you don't miss an episode, then we would love if you would subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on whatever platform you're listening to us on. And you'd be doing us a big favor if you would support us by leaving a review as well. It would also be great if you would take a screenshot of this episode on your smartphone and share it on social media. So join us next Wednesday when we talk more about mind hacking and taking back control of your life. Until then, have a great week.